Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase, and this week on the blog, it's all in space. Are we alone in the universe? Well, according to one of the smartest people on the planet, no. But we should keep quiet about it. Dr. Stephen Hawking is highly respected in the science world, and according to him, among billions of galaxies, each containing hundreds of millions of stars, Earth is probably not the only place where life evolved. But Hawking says that we should be afraid of aliens because the only reason they would want to come to Earth would be to steal our resources and not to become friends. His theory is that whenever man started exploring our own world, we weren't very sympathetic to indigenous species. That is very true. However, other experts think otherwise, and that any alien race that had mastered deep space travel would also be so evolved that dominating other, less intelligent species wouldn't make sense. But I suppose we will have to wait and see if ET does drop by Earth and say hello. Hollywood movies usually borrow facts and make up fantasies about space, but now they will be giving something back. 3D movies are currently all the rage, but the next generation rover to go to the planet Mars will have a 3D camera on it, developed by the director of the Avatar movie. James Cameron is helping to build a special high-resolution 3D camera, which will be mounted on Curiosity, which is a Mars rover set for launch next year. Don't expect any pictures from the fictional Avatar planet Pandora to be beamed back, but 3D from Mars should at least give us a little more perspective. Astronomers have, for the first time, detected ice and organic compounds on an asteroid. Two different teams of scientists found that the 24 Themis asteroid, which orbits the Sun between Mars and Jupiter, is covered in a thin coating of frost. Not only that, but it is likely that the frost is constantly being replenished with more water from inside the asteroid. It's a big discovery and makes the theory stronger that comets and asteroids crashing into Earth billions of years ago seeded our planet with water and carbon-based molecules, both of which are essential ingredients for life. Our solar system was formed around four and a half billion years ago, and it could have taken millions more years for the random chance to happen that an asteroid with water and carbon molecules crashed into it. So, if this was the case, we are all children of the stars. Two of the goals that U.S. President Obama stated recently was for a man to go to the planet Mars, but also to land on an asteroid. But that sounds pretty tricky. And how do you pick the right asteroid? Certainly, to successfully land on a nearby asteroid would be a good stepping stone to heading further away to Mars. 
but the practicalities of this are daunting. Before landing on an asteroid, a spacecraft would have to enter its orbit rather than just whiz by. That means matching its speed and direction of motion, which would be very extravagant on precious rocket fuel. The president also set a time frame of making this happen in the next 20 to 30 years. But there aren't many suitable asteroids due to pass by at that time. Also, we don't really know if asteroids rotate or spin or how much gravity they would have, all of which could make landing there and walking on the surface really tough. So although the idea of landing on an asteroid is great, the chance of it happening in the next 30 years is not so good. So maybe going to the planet Mars would be easier. That would be the other obvious choice. However, the problems of getting there are also enormous. It would take many months in transit and a long way to come back if there are any problems. But where could we live on the red planet? The obvious answer would be prefabricated buildings on the surface that we would bring along. But a new idea is that we could live in subterranean caves. New surveys of Mars show volcanic features that may well include types of caves. It is also quite likely that these caves would contain a ready supply of water in the form of ice. Unfortunately, we wouldn't know for sure until we landed, and so maybe it's too big a risk to assume that we'd be living in caves as soon as we got there. But as our own ancestors made their first homes in caves, maybe it makes sense that the first humans on Mars would do the same. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the Space Age Science Blog for another week. Read it back on the Teen Time website, and I'll see you again next week for more. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand.